The Holy Arizal had a student by the name of Reb Nochum. And this Reb Nochum always lived in a perpetual state of mourning, of Avelus, over the Churban Beis Amigdash, of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash, of Ugolus, to the extent that every day he would add in Shemona Esrei, Nachim. Nachim is the paragraph that when Jews were in Golis, we add to Tisha B'Av, it won't be, Mashiach will be here this year, but until now we've added to on Tisha B'Av the paragraph called Nachim. It's a very morose, very somber, very sad paragraph of davening about remembering the dis- destruction of Ju- Jerusalem, how it was ravaged and my intestines crying over it. It's a very sad part of davening. And this Reb Nochum would say it every day. Because he lived constantly with the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash before his eyes. One time he came on Lag Baomer on Reb Shimon's day, the Hilula, the wedding of Reb Shimon. He came on Lag Baomer to Meron, to the place of Reb Shimon, where there's the celebration. Reb Shimon Simcha taking part in the joy of Reb Shimon, and this Reb Nochum came there and said Nachem. He added Nachim and Davening. He remembered the Churban, he remembered the destruction. And the Arizal came and said to him that you should know, Reb Shimon has a kapeda. Reb Shimon was very makbed. Reb Shimon was very upset. Very upset with you. How could you possibly mourn the destruction of the Beis Amigdash and Lag Baomer in Meiron, in the place of Reb Shimon, don't you know that before Reb Shimon, Loinechrav Habayas Klal, in the eyes of the Holy Reb Shimon Baruchai, the Beis Hamikdash wasn't destroyed at all. Reb Shimon didn't live in exile. In face of Reb Shimon, the Beis Hamikdash wasn't destroyed. How could you possibly mourn Jerusalem, unlike Baomer in Reb Shimon's place? And a very uh, unfortunate incident happened to the student. He suffered from it. But the question that Hasidus asks, that seemingly, I don't understand, how could one possibly say that Reb Shimon Bar Yochai didn't live in exile, that his perception was a perception of no exile? We know the Gemara says the whole story of Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, which is found in the Gemara in Shabbos, very easy to remember because it's Taf Lamed Gimel Lag, the Gemara says there the story that Reb Shem had to run away from the Romans who had issued a decree for his death. There was a death warrant against Reb Shem who was living under the Roman rule, the wicked Romans, to the extent that <clears throat> he feared for his life that he had to run away with his son Reb and live in a cave. For 12 years, him and his son had to live in a cave, and the Gemara says that they didn't want their, they needed their clothing for davening, so they didn't want it to get destroyed for all those years. So during the day, they would bury themselves in sand so they could learn Torah without clothing. They, could, they buried themselves in sand so their body was covered by the sand, and then when they would daven, they would get dressed. And Hashem had to make a miracle that there was a stream of water and a carob tree that grew right outside the cave, which is how they were able to live for all those years. And the Gemara goes on to say that after 12 years, they came out of the cave, and all of a sudden, Reb Shimba Yochai and Reb Lazar, who had spent all these years just learning Torah and doing nothing else but learning Torah and thinking of God for 12 years, all of a sudden they come out of the cave and they see Jews plowing and planting and sowing, working for a living, going to the city, getting dressed, putting on a suit and a tie. 
And Abshim Bayochai said, Manichem Oichai Oilam Baiskim Bechai they they put on the side the the world eternal life of Torah and are involved instead in temporal and the life of this world. And the whole world started burning up. Wherever he looked, Rabshim, and the world started burning up. And Hashem said, I didn't take you out of the cave to destroy my world. Go back. Go back in. And he spent the 13th year in the cave. And this time when he came out, all of a sudden he, what he noticed was a Jew getting ready for Shabbos. And he said how beautiful mitzvahs are to the Jewish people. But the bottom line is that Rav Shemba Yochai had to spend all those years in a cave running away from the Roman Empire. And then when he came out, his skin was all destroyed from being in the sand so much. His son-in-law, Rav Pinchas Ben Yor, cried, My father-in-law, that I have to see you in such a way. So how could the Arizal possibly say that in front of Rav Shemba Yochai, how could one say that Rav Shemba Yochai wasn't in exile? And the answer is because Rabbi Shimon Baruchai is all about Pneumius, looking deeper than the external to be able to see the inner truth of reality. Rabbi Shimon Baruchai is the one that brought to the world Pneumius HaTorah, the inner light of Torah. The Chitzonis, the external part of Torah, is how Torah says what to do in everything in this world, how to relate to this world, what are the mitzvahs we need to do or not to do. Pneumius HaTorah is about God Himself. Pneumius, the Torah, the Zohar, the Arizal, and especially as it's, as it's explained in Chassidus. Pneumius, the Torah explains that God is the Achtos Hashem, the unity of God, that God is the only thing that exists. How that that we see the world as if there's an existence called a world in front of your eyes, that's not real, that's just the external way the world looks. But the Pneumius of Torah teaches us how to see the inner life of reality, the light of God which is in everything. The world is completely absorbed and unified within the infinite light of Hashem. And Reb Shimon saw that. Reb Shimon lived with that. That was his whole being. So even though Bechitzonius, of course, he had to run away from the Romans and he lived in the world in such a way of exile, that was all Bechitzonius, but Reb Shimon saw with his eyes the Pneumius, the truth that Enoid Milvade, that were within Ein Sof, that were with Hashem, with our Father all the time. We've never gotten far from Hashem. Reb Shimon saw the Pneumius, the truth of reality, how we're always within a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And therefore before him, the Pneumius in his eyes, in Lag Baomer, and that day, this day shines the truth that really, really in Pneumius, there is no Golos. The Tzaddikim see they were always with Hashem. The Golos is only that we don't see, that, that our eyes don't see what Reb Shimon's eyes saw. Which is why the Svas says, Golis is likened to sleep, because the most distinctive aspect of sleep is the fact that our eyes are closed. So we don't see the Pneumius, we don't see the truth. We have to learn Chassidus and meditate on it to be able to come to that feeling of the truth. But Rip Shimon lived that, and therefore we understand that when the world needed rain, and the Chevraya, the students of Rip Shimon, came before Rip Shimon, and Reb Shimon saw that the world needed rain, and all he did was he started saying Torah. He started explaining the Pasuk. He started saying Torah, and it began raining. And the question is, why didn't he have to daven? Why didn't he have to struggle? He just started saying Torah, and it rained. And the answer is because you only need to daven when you feel that you're something separate from God. 
Davening means that you and God are two separate things. You have to ascend up. Davening is ascending up to God. But it means that there's a you that has to daven to Hashem. The Yerushalmi says in the Pasuk three times a year, all males have to go up to Jerusalem. To see the face of the Master Yudke Vavke. The Yerushalmi says, Reb Shimon Bayuchai's face was the face of Yudke Vavke, of Hashem Mamish. He was a window who was completely nullified within Hashem. Therefore, he didn't need to daven. He just had to express that con- complete unity with Hashem by saying Torah. As Rav Shem said on this day of Lag Ba'omer, Bechad Ketiris Katarna, that all my life, all my days, I was bound to God with one Kesha, with one bind. Be'achida, Be'lahita, Be'lahotis, I was unified with Hashem all my life, and this day of Lag Ba'omer became complete. Rav Shem didn't have to daven because he lived that truth of Einon Mulvadei. And just like when, when you, if you have a very faithful servant and you want him to bring you a cup of water, you have to tell him to because he's something other than you are. But when you, you want to pick up a cup of water with your hand, you don't have to command it, it's you. B'Shem Yochai was felt that he was a limb of the Shechina. He saw the truth that nothing exists other than Hashem. And may this day of Lag Ba'omer, may we also be Zoycha for the Gishme Bracha, the reigns of blessing, the reins of everything we need, begashmius, beruchnius, and all things physical and all things spiritual, should shower upon us in the schus of the Tana Eliki Rib Shimbayochai, the holy Tana Rib Shimon. We should be Zoycha to finally see, like Rib Shimon, have the same eyes as Rib Shimon, to see how we've been sitting with God all this time. It's just been us and Akarish Baruch together. We should see it finally with the coming of Shit Zitkenu Bimir Amen.